Welcome to Fast Lane with Sarah Jane, a podcast for women who are on the move, managing life and family. Your host, Sarah Jane, is building a tribe and talking about the things that affect the daily lives of moms. You can expect real conversations about managing chaos, finding ways to take care of mind and body, and stepping outside your comfort zone on the way to living your best life. Hold on for a wild ride. Now, let's get started. Great afternoon. You are in the fast lane of Sarah Jane. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. And I'm glad that we are here together. So I think I should update on my new job. So a while ago, I spoke about how nervous I was to start the new job of homeschooling my children. So I was nervous because it is their education. Like it, it's a real thing. So the first week, I think went well, but it was a little stressful because everyone was getting to know the routine and whatever. And I had it very planned out. So we were going to do everything for a certain amount of time and we were going to go outside at this time and we had quiet time at this time and whatever. So we were going to school from 8.30 to 3. I believe we started at 8.30. Anyway. And we were, like, really doing that. So I misunderstood. And so the kindergarten homework all got done in the first day. I guess I was a little overzealous. So we got all that done. The third grade stuff we did not. But then I was thinking, well, my kids need to do something. And I had a couple workbooks for them. You know, like those workbooks you get so kids can just, learn like before school, like a first grade, kindergarten, whatever. So I had a preschool and a kindergarten book. So Dane started working in those, even though preschool is over, I know, but it was like how to like handwriting and stuff. And he needs help with that. And he knows that. And I do too. So I had him do that to the point where he finished those two books. I got another kindergarten book. He finished that book and I went about a first grade book. So I graduated him early, right up to first grade. No, I just thought he needed more of a challenge. And it is more of a challenge for sure, but he needed more of a challenge. Okay, I digress. So the first week was a little stressful, but we all got through and it was fine. So the next, that Sunday, after we had started, we went for a bike ride and I was telling Ryan Klein, oh my gosh, I haven't dreaded a Monday this long in like forever. Like I'm totally dreading that. I have to do school tomorrow. And he was like, you are homeschooling your kids. Like get over it. You're not doing anything crazy. He was right because I, I was being a little much at that point. But it's, it's uncharted territory. So the next week, same thing. We're going 8.30 to 3. 3 o'clock every day we go for a walk because we all just need to get out of the house. All in the meantime, we have the small one, the small terrorist-like one, trying to dictate all the things. So, you know, it was interesting. And I would lose track of the days. Like, I thought it was Thursday and it was really Friday. Like, just days drug on and on and on. I'm going to admit, I think I took this whole homeschool thing maybe a little seriously. To the point of, I asked crew, I said, crew, am, am I a mean teacher? And he's completely straight-faced. No, you're not mean. You're just really strict. And I kind of, you know, was thinking, well, good. Like, see, I have the authority here. I am, I am the boss. 
And then later I've heard him say stuff like, well, you know, my teacher lets us do this and you just make us do work all the time. I'm like, well, right, crew, but that's what we're supposed to be doing. And, and the reason you have more free time at school is because there's so many more kids and it's just one-on-one here. So we, you know, it moves a little faster. So then one Sunday night, I was like, all right, time for bed. We have school tomorrow. And they both started moaning. No. I was like, what do you mean? No. It's school at home with your mom. How can you say no? And crew goes, mom, we just do so many worksheets with you. And I said, well, yeah, we're trying to stay busy. We never do that many worksheets in school. And then in my mind, I'm just thinking, well, of course you don't do this many worksheets in school because there's X amount of kids in your class and there isn't someone sitting at the table, you know, with two kids helping you ask, answering questions, whatever. So still in my mind, I'm thinking I'm doing the right thing. So then this all went on for, I mean, what, three weeks, whatever. And then I slowly started going back to work, my job job. So I would go to work and then I would come home and we were trying to do school. So we had been going either eight to three or eight thirty to three for weeks. So now we're cutting it down to like four hours. They're not having it. Like they're complaining and they're upset, whatever. We're not getting as much done. I mean, are we getting our stuff done? Yes. Am I nonstop getting confused as to what needs to be sent and what doesn't? Yes. Am I good at technology? No. Am I frustrating to work with for other people who know what's going on? Absolutely. Like I'm sure they think what is going on. And by the way, the baby, like he's not a baby baby, but he's the baby of this family. So I call him the baby. He loves to throw things away. And it's real. Like, you know, people are like, oh, my dog ate my homework. No, it's not. It is a real thing. If I say, oh, I think the baby threw it away. I am not trying to get out of anything, but I'm pretty sure, unless the dog did eat it, but there is a science packet I cannot find. And I know it was done and it is missing. And so I don't know. I maybe take the blame for that because I know it was done. Anyway, so... It is very difficult, I think, to try to teach someone else's curriculum. I am not saying the curriculum is bad at all. It's not. It makes total sense for the person who made the curriculum. Here's where I'm getting the hitch. We have a list of things that were supposed to be done, and things change. The only thing constant in life is change, correct? So things change. But that's what I have to work with. Because, again, I'm not as good at going online to check all the things. And so I just want crew to do whatever is on this list. Well, I don't need to do that. I don't need to do that. I was told I didn't need to do that. And I'm going to be honest. I was tired of hearing, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. And I was kind of getting snotty looks. I mean, I've given my fair share, I'm sure, in my day. But I wasn't maybe prepared. And so we had gone through a few days of this. Oh, I don't need to do this. I don't need to do this. We have to do this. So I was like, you know, this is, this is what I want. Can we just do what's on this sheet? Yeah, maybe it's more than you're supposed to do, but at least it's done. So then when I get that list of things that need to be submitted, all of it's done. Like maybe you didn't need to do some of these, but they're not difficult. Can we just do them still arguing with me. Not my finest hour, but it wasn't my worst hour. So I grabbed the papers that he said he didn't need to do. 
and I ripped them in half and I put them in the garbage. You should have seen his face then. I mean, if you thought he had an upside down frown telling me I don't need to do the papers, you he was looking like Beaker from the Muppets when I did that. I mean, full-fledged upside down you. And Mom, why did you do that? That's why you didn't need him. You just, you told me you didn't need him like five, eight, ten times. You said you didn't need him. Well, I might need some of them. But I just asked you if we could do this stack of papers and you said you didn't need to do them. And we have so many papers around here that if you don't need to do them, I just thought we should get rid of them because we don't need extra papers later on that you don't need to do because that's what you said, right? We don't need to do them. Yeah, this is how I do talk to my child because I'm not going to baby him but I want to try to get the point across. Well, then he starts getting a little emotional, saying that he's probably not going to graduate from third grade, which he was going to. And he goes in the garbage and gets them out, and then he can't find tape. And now he's, he's really upset because he can't find tape and he's not going to graduate third grade. And I said, Crew, why are you so upset? You said you didn't need to do them. Well, I don't. Now he's backpedaling and he doesn't know what to say to me because he just thought if he said he didn't have to do them, they would just sit there and he could go outside and play. When we were doing the 8.30 to 3, everything was fine. All of a sudden, we go down to a few hours a day. Not so fine. So how did this end? I told him this story. Like, did I, was I trying to play a card Yes. But was it a truthful card? Yes. So I sat down and I said to him, crew, here's where I'm coming from. And I just need you to understand where I'm coming from. I was not a good student. I was, you know, in a bunch of clubs and I was in class and whatever I said, but there were certain things I was never good at. And I remember in the sixth grade, smartest girl in the class, she couldn't figure out some math. So it was like her and me and the teacher in there. I think everyone else was out for recess. And we were both trying to finish this, whatever. So I saw her crumple up a paper and throw it away because she didn't get it and she was upset and whatever. And I was like, hmm, well, look at that. Smartest girl in the class doesn't get it, you know. I'm not the smartest good kid in the class. So later, I was doing math and I couldn't get it. So I decided... I'm going to crumble up my paper and throw it in the garbage because it works for the smartest girl in the class. I bet it's going to work for me too. I mean, not that it worked or didn't work because nothing really came out of it, but my teacher, he was very kind. He was like, it's okay. And so we sat down and we went through it or whatever. I never did that again. I don't even know why I did it in the first place. That's super not in my, like, that's not something I would normally do. Not saying that ripping papers is normally something I would do, but I think that's different. Anyway, let's fast forward. Not good at math. Never good at math. To the point of I had an F on like a midterm and no one really batted an I. Like I was thinking, oh yeah, this isn't very good. And it, it came up. I mean, must have came to a C or a D. I'm really not sure. But life went on. Then I get to my sophomore year. Not good at math at all. To the point where I, I like my teacher. I think my teacher is a nice person. I don't get the math. So I don't know how far we were into the year. And we had a pretty small geometry class at that time. And I went to the teacher and I was embarrassed because I'm in 10th grade. So I'm thinking about the people in 11th and 12th grade and even the people in my grade and who could help me. So I said to my teacher, I need, I need a tutor. 
And he's like, you do? I said, yeah, I, I'm just not getting this. And, and it was hard for me to ask for that because I see the other people in the class just zipping right along with all this stuff. And I have no idea what's going on. So he says, okay. So some time passes and I'm just, I'm non, like I'm thinking, oh, I hope it's, my cousin was a, a junior. And I'm thinking, oh man, I hope it's her. Or, you know, I wonder who, who he's going to have be my tutor. So one day he comes to school and he's standing in front of the class and the class knows I'm not good at math. The class knows I've asked for a tutor. I don't know if anyone even remembers this story but me. And it doesn't matter if anyone remembers it but me, but I remember very, very clearly. And my teacher says, Sarah, I got you a tutor. And I was like, oh, all right. Thinking it's someone in the class. That's why he's announcing it in the class, because it's someone in the class. Instead, he holds up an orange and purple bike horn and says, here's your tutor. And he honked it. Everyone's laughing. I'm laughing. What am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to cry? No. I, maybe. Yes. I don't know. I, I don't know what your reaction is supposed to be when you're 16 years old and everyone's laughing because my teacher just brought me a bike horn tutor. And I wasn't even mad at the teacher. Like when I have told this story before, people are like appalled. I wasn't even mad at the teacher because for all I know, he took it about as seriously as he thought I took it. So I'm not, I do, I hold nothing. I, I really don't. I hold nothing against him. But at that moment, I was like, well, no one else cares about my math grade. Why should I? And I basically did the minimum of math from there on out. And I did not want to ever tell my children I was bad at math because they both really like math. And I don't like, I don't like to maybe make them think like, oh, my mom wasn't good at math. I'm not going to be mad, good at math either. So I just try to keep that to myself. So instead, I tell crew this story. And I said, crew, no one, like I was asking for help and no one helped me. And then I just figured, well, who cares? No one else cares. And I said, before you were even born, before I was even married, I would tell people, including your dad, that I was going to make sure my kids were not behind when it came to school because I knew what that's like. If you start behind, it's so hard to catch up and maybe you can't catch up. But if you have kind of a leg up and maybe you've done a few more worksheets or whatever, then you're going to do better overall. This is my opinion. I am not a, I'm not an expert on education. This is my opinion because I think this would have worked better for me. So I made sure that they both went, my two oldest, they went to two years of preschool. One of my friends has a preschool and I sent them there and they did really well. And when my oldest son got into kindergarten, even the teacher said, yep, he's doing really good. We have had zero problems with him and, and he's in third grade. And so I just think that that foundation is so important. Not saying we've had problems with Dane P, but you know, he's only in kindergarten, so I don't have a, a gauge really yet on him. So that was my big thing. I told him, I said, I just didn't want you to be behind because I never had the option to be the smartest kid in the class because I didn't have the natural natural brain, I guess, for it. And then when I did ask for help, I wasn't getting help. And every single teacher relates to kids differently. So there were some kids who would go and get help from you know, other teachers and, oh, that's the best teacher I've ever had, which is great. 
but not everyone can say that because everyone gets taught in a different way. So I tell them the story. I actually cried because I, I guess I was emotional at the time. And he comes over and gives me a hug and he goes, I'm really sorry, mom, that that happened to you. And I said, thanks, crew. And I said, but it's okay. I'm okay. But I don't want you to ever feel that way. I don't ever want Dane to feel that way. So that's why I push so hard to make sure we have all this stuff done. Because you, if you do more, you're not, you're not going to be behind. So it went better. It definitely went better. And I'm happy that I was easy, able to have that conversation with my son. But then the next week, here we are, and now we're looking at my work is getting a little more time consuming. And so we're looking at getting school done within a couple of hours, which at my core stresses me out because I think here we were going for all this time and now we went down to four hours and now we just went down to a couple hours and I am finally now, we are week six into this, I am finally now getting it that I can back the heck off. I have been crazy when it comes to the school thing because probably I'm thinking if I don't do all this for my kids, I'm failing them. So here's me preaching all the time. I'm going to make sure that I help my kids whenever they need help and they're not behind in academics, whatever. I think just that was in the back of my mind this whole time. So I think I took this pretty seriously because I talked to a lot of parents and they were not doing school all day long. And some of them were telling me I was crazy. They may have been right. And so for a while I was concerned that I was ruining my relationship with these two because I'm so frustrated sometimes. And let's just take a minute and appreciate teachers because they do so many things but not just for one kid, not just for two kids, a lot, a lot of kids. They are a special breed. They, they wear so many hats because every kid has so many different needs. And really, you have to try to meet them at those needs. You can't just expect them to be where you want them to be. I'm one of those ones that expect you to be where I think you should be with my kids. And it's like today I finally realized, and it took six weeks, but I need to back off because my kids are going to be fine just because they are not reading extra books or constantly doing workbooks that I have picked up so they can do extra work. Everyone's going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. In fact, it was nice to kind of get out and get back to work because I felt more like the mom and like my role was getting back. Being with them all day and trying to teach them what other people, you know, need to teach them has been difficult for me. So I also, I, I know a lot of homeschooling parents and for a while, like before my kids were in school, I thought, yep, I could do this. So then this all came around and I was like, absolutely no way. I know this is not for me. I've changed my tune. I think I could do it. I mean, if, you'd, if a person has to do it, you do it, right? But I do think I can do it had I had my own curriculum because I think 
it's more frustrating to me when I'm not sure of what's going on and with, you know, just relaying messages. That could be, I mean, I'm not saying that's not my fault. So I've come to the conclusion, yes, I could do it if I needed to do it. I'm not saying that I'm going to do it, but I definitely could do it. But I want to give a shout out to the moms who do that because I have some friends who do it and they have a lot of kids, like more kids than I have. And they just keep it all together. Like your patience has to be, I mean, you have much more patience than I do. And you obviously can multitask and you are very, I mean, it's inspirational that people can do that. So I think teachers, I, you know, so this will get to me frustrated. I know it's my kid. Like if my kid isn't getting it, I need to help my kid, right? Like it isn't the teacher's fault if my kid's not getting in. Again, because not every teacher and kid are going to mesh. I've been super fortunate because my kids, I have not had any type of issues with that. But I think sometimes teachers get the blame if kids aren't doing so well when really it's maybe not the teacher. So I've learned a lot about my kids since they've been home. I was kind of concerned about one of them thinking maybe things were a little slower. I'm not worried anymore. He, that little bugger is smarter than I thought. And I am super happy that I was able to find that out. The other one asks so many questions that I'm questioning how smart I thought he was. But I, very, very, he is, he is smart. But I had to say, I need you to think for yourself. Like every time you have a question, you ask me basically the answer. He doesn't flat out say, what's the answer? But he goes about it in a way like he's trying to get the answer out of me. And I said, I cannot tell you the answer. You have to come up with it. This is, they have asked your opinion and what you think. It's not what I think, it's what you think. So I'm trying to make the oldest one into a critical thinker. But I'm very, I mean, I'm very blessed. And pretty happy with the way they're, what, the way everything's going. So I hope that everyone has found something positive in this experience. And I'm sure that the people who have had to continue working 40 hours a week and try to cram school in at night, there's probably few things that you can think of that are positive, but it, this whole situation has made us slow down, like big time. Instead of hurry, hurry, we got to go here, we got to go there, whatever. Everything is so much slower paced. We used to run a lot. We were always running errands or doing a different project. And I kind of thought that this would be project central around here. And it hasn't been as much. Like new flooring, that was a big project. Got some new garden beds, that was a bigger project. But I thought it was going to be one project after another. And it hasn't. It has been more relaxed and movies and bike rides and wrestling around. And plenty of fighting between my kids because they are together all the time. In fact, Crew has now said he needs a meditation space because Dane will bother him sometimes so much. And so we've gone back and forth on this. And I was like, well, I don't know if you need an actual meditation space. And he's like, well, I just need time to be away. And then Ryan Klein kind of was razzing him about it a little bit. And I said, okay. We are all together 24 hours a day. Ryan Klein is still working. I mean, he's in the basement, but he's still working. And I said, everyone's just tired. No one has gotten to see their friends. Everyone is just tired. So you, I need you to maybe back off a little bit because he's 
he's exhausted. Rightfully so. We all love each other dearly, but we also all need a break. So I hope everyone has found something positive in these difficult and challenging times. But better days must be ahead. And I hope that you can be better, do better, live better. So today I will leave you with this. Life is a journey with problems to solve and lessons to learn, but most of all, experiences to enjoy. I hope you all have some amazing experiences this week. Thanks for listening to the Fast Lane with Sarah Jane podcast. If you like what you hear, share the podcast and hit the subscribe button so you get updates on all new episodes. And we truly love feedback, so ratings and reviews are appreciated.